0: My name is Ally, member of the Shot Podcast. Uh, I'm a Dallas Cowboys fan. This week we're gonna do some week 13 reactions, some cuts, week 14 predictions.
1: Um, yeah, Jay, you wanna go next? Yeah, I'm Jay. I'm another one of your hosts, and I am a Bucks fan.
2: What's up y'all? It's Rom here, and I'm a Packers fan.
3: Hey guys. I'm Alex. I wasn't on the podcast last week, but I'm another one of your hosts, and I am unfortunately a Bears fan.
1: Sad. And today we're missing um, our other host, Anish. Uh, But that's okay. Who needs
3: him? Who's
2: theoretically a Packers fan?
1: Yeah, theoretically. (laughs) All right. Um, So let's start it off. What are some big things we thought about this week? What's some what's some stuff that stood out to you watching football this past week?
3: I think for me. The biggest game of the week, at least I can think of like in terms of highest implications of good teams, was the Browns-Titans game, and that was certainly an interesting one to watch. I myself am not a very big Browns fan. I kind of think, at least up until this week, they had some momentum going, but I think they're somewhat fraudulent because I have no faith in baker mayfield and i think that if you can't establish a good passing game in your offense their running game can only go so far even if they have chubb and hunt but they took down the titans pretty handedly
2: oh man okay so this is a game i really wanted to talk about because last week um i was one of the few people who kept the browns and didn't cut them and I got a lot of pushback on that with y'all saying that Baker is fake. And Okay, fake. okay. Wait,
1: wait, wait, wait. Hold hold on, hold on. What's up? But your whole argument with the, with the Browns last week was like, even if Baker isn't good, they can make it far. Yes. But they had a good game because Baker was good. So that's like not even the argument
2: you was making no, about last no. week. So here's what I'm going to say. So here's what happens okay, in fine. games where you have a really strong rushing attack, right? Mm-hmm. And, and, but you have a suspect QB. And we saw this sure. last year with the 49ers. And we saw this earlier in the decade, actually, with, with also the 49ers, with Frank Gore and Alex Smith. Mm-hmm. If you have a team that has a really strong rushing attack, you can win games with that. And the Cleveland Browns have shown that this year. And we've historically seen that. Mm-hmm. Depending on what your quarterback is like, if they're typically just a game manager and they're kind of you know not losing you the game, you'll get games like the Browns have gotten throughout the season where. Your winning game's kind of close because you're you're not able to score a ton of points with rushing attacks, but the, the wins still look a little bit more dominant than you might think because you're you're dominating tom, time of possession basically. When your game manager decides to actually play really well though, you get games like you get you got this past week with the Browns, uh, and also like games you got you know last year with the 49ers and Saints. Jimmy G had a ridiculous game at Saints and they still knocked and they knocked him off, which is a really, really great win. Um, and you kind of see that you saw that again this past week where the rushing attack gets you to a level, but if Baker starts playing well, I mean, that's just a whole new level for this whole team. And they start blowing out really good teams, 38 to seven at half on the road I might at Um, so that's what I'm saying with Baker is that my argument was, yeah, you can still do some, you know, you can, there's some damage that you can do in the postseason. They're really strong rushing attack and, and then a solid defense, you know, the secondary is a little bit suspect, but they still have playmakers back there. And obviously they have Miles Garrett in the front seven. Um, but if, you know, Baker starts to play well, then the, the sky's the limit. And so that's what I mean with Baker, is that, like, you know, you don't need him to carry your team, but if he starts playing well, then you just, you know, start destroying teams. Uh, so I think this really solidified that for me. Um, it's really encouraging, honestly, to see Baker play like that. He still hasn't thrown a pick since, uh, I think, October. He now has six touchdowns over the past two games. Um, you know, that really good stuff from him, and the rushing attack is still just as good as ever. So I think this is a really hot team going into postseason. Um, I actually don't know who they play next week. I think they play the Ravens. Um, but that'll also be a really interesting game to see if they can continue this momentum. Um, but honestly, the, the Browns just keep looking better and better, and I, I feel better and better about not cutting them.
1: Sure. I mean, as someone who, who did cut the Browns last week, um... A large portion of that rested on my doubt in Baker Mayfield. And, yeah, he had a good game. And I think – am I completely eating my words? No. Um, But, obviously, they're looking a lot better than they did before. Um, I don't know, though. We're we're just going to have to see, I guess. But, yeah.
3: I – Sorry, I kind of want to get in there. Um, I wasn't here last... I would have talked about me cutting the Browns, and again, it rests on Baker. And uh, here's the thing. He's had the chances, and he does not deliver often. Like, he delivered in this game, but remember, the Titans have one of the league's worst defenses. Um, And honestly the Titans are themselves kind of suspect. They can only do well when they maintain leads because they need to have Derrick Henry in positive game scripts. I mean, when it's close, he can push through it, but they need to be in it. And once they were out of it, like in this game, the wheels just fly off the Titans. So I'm impressed that Baker was able to play this way this week, but I don't like have the faith that he's going to keep doing it. It's kind of disappointing because I was really high on Baker coming out of college. Like I was like, yeah, that is the best QB. Good thing for the Browns to take him number one. Um, And I was happy for his Heisman. I, I thought he was a really good guy- QB. And I mean, we could talk a lot about the transition from going like from Oklahoma to the Cleveland Browns. And that's obviously going to be a difficult turnaround for anyone. But he's had the time now, and the O-line's a lot better this season, and uh, there are some games where he showed flashes, and uh, this is probably his best one yet of the season, but he was not being consistent when he had the chance. Like, you said 38-7, to Rom. but that's how they got destroyed by the Steelers earlier on in the season in October, and uh, this is just a team that I don't have that faith in because I don't have enough trust in their game manager.
2: I mean, a lot of, th- you know, one of the biggest things in the NFL is momentum, right? And you're right. I mean, they got destroyed 38-7 to against the Steelers, but I don't know how good of an argument that is because at that point, you still had a healthy Steelers defense, um, and the Steelers were possibly, honestly, the best team in the entire league at that point. Um, but there's also just development, right? Like, you can say Baker's had his chances to do well and he hasn't delivered, but, like, he's also had three offensive coordinators in three years, right? He's had... Or rather, he's had, at the very least, three head coaches in three years, right? Um, and, the you know, the first two in Hugh Jackson and um, uh, Freddie Kitchens are, you know, obviously really suspect coaches, and this is really the first coach he's really had, and Kevin Stefanski is a really offensive-minded co- coach, uh, clearly a, a pretty good coach if he can lead the Cleveland Browns to 9-3 and three here. Um And I think we're just going to see Baker honestly build off of this. Like, yeah, he has shown sparks. And sometimes, you know, you you kind of have like the Baker cycle, right? Where he does well and he does poorly. And you you kind of go back and forth here. But, you know, as I said, like he he hasn't really made many mistakes this whole past month. His numbers aren't flashy, uh, but he still hasn't thrown a pick since October. And now he's really starting to pick it up and and really gaining confidence again. And I think as Kevin Stefanski's offense really starts to develop, uh, I think we'll see Baker honestly live up to some of the p- potential that he came into in the league. Um, so, I don't know. I, I I have faith in Baker. I've honestly... There's been times where I've honestly really hated Baker and his whole attitude towards, uh, you know, the media. And, like, if you're not with us, you're against us. And all, all you know, his fights with, like, Colin Coward on, like, Twitter and all that garbage. Um, but honestly, like, he's playing really well. He's keeping his head down. Um, and it, it's really respectable. So, I think I actually go the complete opposite way. I think we'll see Baker maybe, if not, at least live up to his potential, at least start playing pretty decent football, right? Which is really all they need.
1: Yeah. So Baker and the Browns, definitely something to keep our eyes on moving forward. Um, But another another big matchup that I wanted to talk about, or maybe not big, but something that was definitely entertaining and I want to hear the thoughts of from our resident Bears fan, Alex, is... Uh, the Lions and Bears game, you know, I mean, my my general opinion is that uh, it's just just an embarrassment for the Brown, uh, not the Browns, the Bears.
3: So, what do you think, Alex? Yeah, I concur. It is pretty embarrassing, me, <laughs> but yeah. Uh... Yeah the
2: bears suck. So, um, <laughs> I know Ram agrees with me. He's a resident yeah. bears hater. <laughs> bears um, do suck, honestly. I honestly I don't <laughs> even hate the bears because the entire time that I've been around, the bears have just have not been relevant. Um
3: but Yeah. They, I, they I, I it's it's really unfortunate. Like I have these memories of the Bears like being good in the Lovey Smith era as I was a wee lad growing up. And then, you know, reality has crushed all that for me as I've become an adolescent and a young adult. But I'm going to try and positively move forward. Our franchise has been maligned with many things like the double doink of recently. And uh, now it's just about... Uh, me hoping for the draft essentially, and I don't even know if we're gonna get in a good enough position where I mean, we you guys are in a really tough
1: spot, aren't you? Yep.
3: Um, yep, I yes, mean, are.
1: Dude, if I if there's one team I don't want to be right now, it's the Bears. You guys are out, that, got that's, no, we got no future, terrible. Thank How you I feel for you, though. Thank you, you know, I'm a fan the- of a team that's gonna win the Super Bowl this year. Um, I can't really relate, but...
2: Well, we can get to that later, but let's look sure. about the Bears' matchup and yeah. what he thinks about the team going forward.
3: Yeah, I can actually give a little more of a substantive take other than we suck right now. Um, here's the thing. We've always been talking about how good our defense is, and we do have a really good defensive lineup. We have Khalil Mack, who is a former Defensive Player of the Year, and this isn't going to be his best individual season, but he's playing better than he did last year for one. Um, Roquan Smith has really stepped up our main linebacker. Um, we have a, a great secondary with Eddie Jackson, and you know our, our Kyle Fuller and our surrounding secondary play isn't our super elite, like maybe top corners of the league, but we get our stuff done. Defense has never been a problem in Chicago. It's always just been that our offense can't be consistent enough for our defense to rest, and then they eventually get exploited. Like, defense can't do everything for us. Defense does not win you the regular season, to say the least. I think defense is a lot more important in the postseason, but uh, it's not working out for us right now. When we were 5-1, like, oh, such a long time ago, I definitely thought that, you know, there's big question marks on our offense, but I had positive optimism that as Nick Foles learns the system more, things are going to get better. But that did not happen. With this game in Detroit, um, we got a decent lead. We were up 30-20, uh, to 20, I believe. And then in the fourth quarter, we just defense flew off. There's no excuse for that. Matthew Stafford it knows our system, sure. The, the Detroit Lions can know about the Bears. But this is the second time this season that they mounted a, a, f- a fourth-quarter comeback of sorts and then you know like the Bears had their own thing if it wasn't for that DeAndre Swift drop we would have been swept by the Lions this year probably so this is just proof that our team needs a lot of change I don't know I think we need a new defensive coordinator honestly I think schemes that have been called up by Chuck Pagano aren't working out too much for our personnel I think I don't know if Madden he has to go I think he showed good potential obviously in kansas city and when he came here our first year and we went 12 and 4 things were looking really good so i don't know if it's his window has closed yet but i definitely think we have to figure out a different change on play calling recently he gave that up but i don't know if this current offense coordinator is gonna cut it and we just have to i think the qb is probably like the biggest thing because well qb and offensive line because. I think David Montgomery is a pretty good running back, but not like star level, but pretty good. And if he had a average O-line, things would be looking a lot better in Chicago. And also, you know, obviously improved QB play because Trubisky or Foles or whoever's behind the offensive line would have much more protection to make better plays because we have a pretty good receiving core. Allen Robinson is a really good wide receiver. And I, I like Darnell Mooney and I like Anthony Miller. I like Tariq Cohen when he's healthy. I think we have good offensive pieces. And if we could be more deceptive and uh, option-based with our offense, we can do a lot more. But that's not going to happen without uh, QB we can trust and offensive line. Offensive line, honestly, may be more important. So maybe that's really what we bulk up on in the draft this year. And only, hopefully, we get a QB that has a set of legs and an arm that I feel confident looking at on the football field. But that's it for now, unfortunately. Well, you
1: can only hope. What do you think, Rom?
2: I mean, I always love it when the Bears aren't good. Uh, <laughs> so, right, like, naturally. Even though, as I said, like yeah. I don't really necessarily hate the Bears because they've never really even been competitive against us <laughs> except maybe the beginning of the 2010s uh, with, like, some of those Jay Cutler teams were, I guess, actually okay. Um, but I mean, I, I kind of agree. Like, I personally, I haven't watched many Bears games so far, but from the, what I've seen, you know, it seems like the offense, like the play calling just isn't good. Um, I agree with you, Alex, and that David Montgomery is actually probably a pretty solid running back, and obviously the offensive line isn't good. Um, but I feel like Nagy's part of the problem. I mean, ever since 2018, like, he just. The team hasn't been good right um and i don't even know even if 20 in 2018 the offense even was that good right and he, he kind of came in as sort of a more offensive mind anyways um so i don't know i mean we'll just have to see with the bears they they've kind of fallen into kind of the poorly run franchise kind of category of teams right now um so i i don't know we'll just see what they do in the draft uh i think y'all stacked up a few too many wins at the beginning of the season which is so fantastic honestly i hope you win a couple more um (laughs) so you know i don't really know who you're gonna get with like whatever the 10th pick but y'all might slide even to 16 if you win a few more so we'll see um but Easy. i don't know i don't know what the bears do here but honestly okay but here is one thing like they do have pieces on defense obviously right khalil Mack, he can whoa akeem hicks um what's his face uh eddie goldson eddie goldman
3: home. but there's eddie two goldman eddie, there. goldman. eddie goldman and eddie jackson
2: yeah exactly exactly so you have a couple of good guys in the secondary kyle fuller as well um so, I mean, there's pieces there, as there always have been. It's just a question of what they're going to do on offense. But they do have Demont, so we'll see what happens with that.
1: Well, you know, good luck to the Bears, I guess. Or, or not I, good luck. If exactly, wrong. right? <laughs> um, but, yeah, uh, we should definitely talk about the, the big week for the NFC East. Huge week for the NFC East. That's so, true. W- what do you think the most shocking game of those three was? there's three yeah
3: oh you mean the yeah no that's the one game that doesn't really matter oh, okay.
2: okay um
3: i'm oh, sorry no, that one's good
2: honestly like if you just looked at record right you would say washington pittsburgh um mm-hmm. but i i actually think giant seahawks was a bigger upset mm-hmm. um even though i don't have like i here's the thing like I don't have a very high regard for the Seahawks in general, despite their really good record. Um, so that mm-hmm. kind of that game kind of like reinforced that. So maybe you know I'm kind of you know going both ways, saying the Seahawks aren't good, but they're good enough that it was a big enough upset. But the Giants literally came in to um, you know Seattle basically uh, from the East Coast, right? A really tough road trip, um, and mm-hmm. they beat the Seahawks with a backup quarterback, right? And they didn't even have Saquon. So that seems way bigger than you know the already hot Washington football team coming into Pittsburgh and beating a Steelers defense that has just lost Bud Dupree for the entire season.
1: Sure, um, I mean the Giants were kind of hot, like they that that was their fourth win in a row, right? But it was.
2: Well, this was their first win at the same time. Yeah, row. no,
1: at at the same point, yeah, it was obviously more of like, um, it was clearly. The Seahawks lost that game. The Giants didn't win it, in my opinion. Um, so yeah. No, yeah, I agree. I mean, the Seahawks. I don't, I
2: don't know. if... I guess that's fair. People have to use that term when like the better, the quote unquote better team loses. But I mean, um, the
1: better team just didn't play well at all. Like they didn't do anything right.
2: Yeah, that's true. But I mean, you can also go the other way and say, well, the you know the Giants' defense forced Russell Wilson to what three turnovers, two interceptions, and fumble maybe. Um, you know the Giants' offense were active two hundred rushing yards. You know without Saquon. Uh, I know, but
1: there was also like stupid shit, like DK Metcalf dropping that pass in the t- dropping that pass in the end zone, right? Like, I guess that's fair. I guess that's like, fair. Easy mistakes that cost them like game winning moments or like big points in the game. So
2: yeah, I guess you can say that. That's as, fair.
1: As
0: the resident like NFC East, you know, <laughs> of course. As a Cowboys fan, you know, we were one of the unfortunate teams not win this week. Um, yeah. Big week for good the NFC East except yeah. the
1: Cowboys. It, it, it's good oh, for a draft. Right. So, so, fuck
0: it. Yeah. So, you know, And the, yeah, and, and the, and the Eagles lost, too. Yeah. Yeah. And but, the Eagles. But I have to agree with Ron. I think the Giants winning was a beer upset because, like, what the fuck? You lose a Colt McCoy? Like, I, I just... <laughs> it's like... You know, it's one thing to lose like Alex Smith. Like he's a competent, like he's still competent despite getting hurt that badly and everything. Comeback player of the
3: year. Comeback player yeah, of the year, baby.
0: Maybe I don't know, but Colt McCoy is just like, dude, that is pathetic. You you can't lose to the backup of an already shit quarterback. Um, I I just don't know. I mean, I I felt that was so weird, and that's definitely I. I had I actually liked the Seahawks a lot, but that definitely sank a bunch. Part of me thinks it's a bigger upset because I didn't like the Steelers that much. I didn't think they were that good of a team. Um, if you like deep, delve deep down, and plus you're missing James Conner, um, you know it's there are things here and there that they were a little bit deficient in. So. Yeah, I think the Giants really showed out, and I think this is a testament. I don't think this is the Seahawks playing down, by the way. I do think it's a testament to maybe that they have a, they finally have a decent head coach and Joe Judge. I think that guy, even though that was a weird pick, that he's a former C- C special teams coordinator on the Patriots, like, what the, really? He got promoted to head coach, but, you know, it looks like it might be working, and I don't know. I mean, of course – I don't know how it, how the future looks because I don't. I really have a hard time reading if Daniel Jones is a real quarterback. Maybe not. Maybe the Joe Judge era should start with a new QB. I don't know. Who sees? Who, who knows? We'll
3: see. We'll see. I mean, I'm not trying to beat a dead horse, but I, I just think that this is, with no minced words, a much bigger game than the Steelers losing to the Washington football team, especially because. Uh, this was the Steelers' third game in 12 days. You know, COVID has entirely fucked up their schedule. So, and they have all those injuries. They also lost Devin Bush earlier. I mean, I can, we can make excuses for the Steelers all day long, but overall, I've just never really liked the Seahawks team because as great, it, it would only go as far as Russell Wilson would take them. And we all know how hot he was at the beginning. But he kind of was really hot at the beginning of 2019 too, and for whatever reason, he starts off with these MVP caliber seasons, and then he's just fallen off as the season reaches its end for the second year in a row. And uh, there needs to be someone to throw to DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett, and it's him right now. And not only that, but they have no defense anymore. Like The only game they've won by more than 10 points was week one. This game, it's always been shootouts to the end and just pushing teams to their limits offensively rather than, you know, any semblance of good defense. Like, I like Jamal Adams individually as a player, but giving up two first-rounders for him, it doesn't look like it's doing much for them because their defense is awful. And I definitely think that uh, this says something about the Giants because, you know, one team from the NFC East does have to go to the playoffs this is in fact a fact so at this rate it looks like it might be the giants if if i'm if it's me deciding we we'll, we'll have to see how it ends up with the well it's really a anyone can get in technically at this point but i think it's either going to be them or washington
2: yeah i think it's pretty clear that the two farm runners are definitely washington in New York, um, but honestly, this week is—I has, has, think—made a lot of people a little bit less mad than an NFC East team has to go into the playoffs. Um, I don't know. I can easily see, first of all, one of these teams, or maybe even both of them, finishing—maybe uh, not nine and seven, but eight and eight—might actually even be a possibility. Although they do have tough schedules, um, but I can also, more importantly, see you know, whichever one does win out, to actually win a home playoff game. I can see that. Like, that's that wouldn't be super surprising, right? Um, so, at least, you know, I guess the NFL playoff system is not as broken as maybe we thought it was.
1: Dude, who knows? You know, Giants or Washington make the playoffs, and then all of a sudden a couple upsets and – there you go, Super Bowl. I mean <laughs> I mean,
3: I mean I the Giants. Year's COVID,
0: were... <laughs> I think this year is COVID makes anything possible. That's why I was like honestly like I was hopeful for my Cowboys in the beginning of the year because I thought COVID could maybe swing some things in our favor, but clearly it hasn't. And so I don't know. I think the Giants have like a very decent like I agree with Ron completely. Like there's some there, the people need to put some more respect on the NFC East, I'll just say that.
3: <laughs> well, I think we could say that at least two teams in the NFC deserve respect. It was a tough it was gonna be a tough match for the Cowboys no matter what with the Ravens there. But the interesting game outside of those upsets was Eagles Packers, because even though the Eagles lost as expected, is this the start of the Jalen Hurts era? Seems like the start of the Jalen Hurts era. They benched Carson Wentz in the middle of the game and he's gonna be and Hurts is starting next week. So what does this mean for Philadelphia?
2: I mean, you give you give the better guy the shot, I guess. I mean Carson Wentz, it's honestly a really tragic story, honestly. You know, twenty uh, twenty seventeen, he's playing like an MVP, uh, you know, tears his ACL, and then Nick Foles goes on and wins the Super Bowl with his team and now ever since then he's kind of been a little bit banged up you know last year I think honestly was really carrying that team towards the end uh, but now this year it's clear that he really just doesn't have the confidence um, he's just not playing well and it's really sad um, so hopefully maybe he can have a Ryan Tannehill kind of uh, renaissance you know somewhere else or maybe even in Philadelphia but that's not looking likely um, in terms of Jalen Hurts, I mean, he looked fine against the Packers. It's it's kind of tough to tell because we we're you know we have this horrible habit of playing really bad prevent D uh, towards the end of the games, and our, our prevent D like doesn't even prevent anything. Kind of just lets the opponent score pretty quickly. Um, he converted a fourth and eighteen touchdown. So I mean, that was that was pretty impressive. He showed decent mobility. Also threw a pick to end the game. Um, it's kind of just tough to tell, right? It's always tough to tell with rookie quarterbacks at the beginning of of the season um it's tough to tell even you know after a season has gone through so we, we can't really say anything from you know basically I think it was a quarter of football from Jalen Hurts curious to see what'll happen next week when he plays the Saints um that'll be you know that's trial by fire if I've ever seen it so I don't know but he looks okay at the very least I mean he's still finished second in Heisman the past year so clearly a lot of athletic ability clearly intelligence um, and I guess we just have to see, but I think it really was the right decision.
1: Yeah, I mean, I'm almost never excited to watch the Eagles play, but I am excited to watch the Eagles play this week and see what Jalen Hurts is all about. He did. Uh, I agree with Rom. I thought he looked he looked like decent during the game. He he was moving around pretty well. Um, so you know, there's. I I really don't think you can make a judgment though off of that off of that tiny amount of play we kind of saw last game but who knows maybe this is what the Eagles need to move forward in the future but you gotta feel bad for Carson Wentz, so
3: you really yeah. do I mean I definitely have this huge hope for him because I really like the idea of the guy that's like a star in Division 2 that because he gets overlooked in high school and through much of college becoming like a star in the making and then escalating even further in the NFL. This is why I, like, really like the story of Trey Lance, and I'm hoping if Chicago lands him, he ends up being, like, 2017 Carson Wentz, not 2020's version. But from a long-term perspective, for, like, the success of Carson Wentz, benching him for Jalen, like, in the middle of the game, I get it. And I even get it going into the Saints, because, you know, trial by fire might bring something out of Jalen. But... If his confidence was already destroyed, what is this gonna this is gonna be even further hurting him and I, I think Wentz needs time to recover, to say the least. I like the Tannehill throwback, you know, maybe he can have that renaissance, but it's it's gonna take a while, and I'm Everyone has their struggles in life, and we are there for him because everyone wants we want the best for players on an individual basis. We don't want to see anyone do poorly, you know. Except maybe me wanting to see Aaron Rodgers do poorly, but other than that, it's you. You just want the best for people. So, an con- interesting game that we didn't talk about yet. Don't know if it has amazing ramifications like for the season, but. Jets Raiders was pretty fun to watch. Like, Sam Darnold came back in after being weeks of the Flacco show, and uh, the Jets even had a lead in the fourth quarter, only for Derek Carr to get that 46 yard touchdown to Henry Ruggs at the end. And that was fun to watch. I mean, I'm happy that uh, not in our team's league, but I played Derek Carr in a different league, and he was very helpful for me there. But just seeing that the Raiders have a fairly potent offense, at least at times, Darren Waller being like one of the like the sixth tight end ever to get 200 receiving yards in a game, this team looks pretty good, and they can definitely make it into the wild card.
1: Man, how are you talking about how the Raiders looking pretty good when just the last matchup before they get stomped by the fucking what's it called the Falcons?
3: Yeah, fair Dude, enough.
1: Dude, don't don't talk to me about how good the Raiders are. I feel like the I still don't have any faith in the Raiders whatsoever. Um I really thought the Jets were about to blow the tank this week. I was like, "Oh my god, they did it." Um and then, you know, Derek Carr and Henry Ruggs pulled that out at the last second, but I st- I mean, I still don't think the Raiders are like uh, are like good because they beat the Jets by <laughs> Like barely, like that is not my criteria for being like. Yeah, they look good.
0: No, yeah, that's ridiculous to say that. <laughs> I think the Raiders are terrible. I think they're worse than their record, and I think, I mean, yeah, no, they're they're, they're not good.
1: I mean, How the good. Raiders ever beat the fucking Kansas City Chiefs, so almost the beat them again, will forever astound well, me.
0: Whatever I, I don't even <laughs> know. no Bucks, I agree right? I don't like the yeah. Raiders I think they're
1: shit
2: no yeah they,
0: they beat the Bucks right like that that no, obviously beat
1: Bucks. Like, no Bucks. Who, did they, who, the, who, who did he beat did they excuse beat me oh, yeah. did you just the, say the Raiders beat the Bucks
2: beat the, the fucking and they, they beat some the the
0: garbage the Chiefs they beat someone early in the season I forgot who Chiefs Chiefs it was it, I thought there was something else whatever the I don't whatever. I don't like talking about a team that's so irrelevant. Yeah, all I know
1: is that the Raiders beating the Jets says nothing for them, The fact that they barely yeah, beat the exactly. Jets. exactly. It's,
0: it's just not. It's a, I, I, I will say, as someone who started Darren Waller, I was extremely excited about that. But, like, you know, that's that's, that's extent of it, really. Like, Jets I, are I so bad beat. that
1: they almost blow the tank as well. Honestly,
3: yeah. Fantastic. Crazy stuff. I mean, Jets wouldn't have blown the tank because I'm pretty sure... They still have the tiebreaker on the Jaguars, but this is interesting. I think Jets are just interesting like, at how poorly run they've been as seen with that Le'Veon story earlier in the season. And I think Adam Gase should be fired. I don't really get why he hasn't or been what is as... Adam Gase fucking doing? I don't even know why he's still there. Exactly. So they're going to probably pick Trevor Lawrence and Sam Darnold's career is going to be the story of Josh Rosen and many former picks before them. But, uh, you know, it's it's interesting. It is interesting that the Jets looked... Sam Darnold, like, looked good against a sus sus Raiders team. I, I just think that their offense, you know, like, with the Raiders, that when it does show up, it, it can be pretty powerful. Like, they, the way they did beat the Chiefs before. But you're right that for calling me out on that. It's not really a good team in the long run 7-5 isn't fair I think that they're going to fall out in the playoff hunt and I honestly think like a team like the Ravens is going to push themselves back in but we have to see how the season plays out I mean
1: did did you guys see that the Jets defensive coordinator um Greg Williams was fired because of I don't know if it was just because of that but after that last like call um at the end of that game
2: Yeah, and honestly, like, it's things like that that really keep begging the question. Like, you know, obviously as fans, you're like, oh, you know, these teams are tanking, right? Mm -hmm. But no one on the team actively, like, wants to really lose, right? Except for maybe, like, the ownership, right? They're like, well, you know, let's tank because, you know, we want to get a high draft pick. Like, everyone else is playing for their job, right? So it's the question of, like, how hard are you guys really trying? And is Greg Williams really that bad that he's going to call a blitz um on you know fourth and whatever to end the game like is is it really that bad in new york or is this actually a tank so it's one of those things that's really weird um you know and i think one of the best things that really exemplifies like what the ownership wants versus what probably everyone else on the team wants which is to win is that they've kept around adam Gase. right it's pretty obvious that he's not Mm -hmm. this you know obviously i think at the end of the season he's gone at this point the ownership is probably just keeping him around to you know Guaranteed really number one draft. Yeah. Know that this, is, you know, this is the best QB pop we've seen since Andrew Locke, which is really, really saying something. Um, I think
0: you might be giving Jets ownership too much credit, though. Maybe he really <laughs> think... Maybe, because this is the Jets ownership. By Are the way. they like, big braining it? That may, much? Yeah, maybe he actually <laughs> think Adam Gates is like,
1: stupid. Yeah, <laughs>
0: exactly. Adam Gates could. He might think, like, okay, Adam Gase we'll give Adam Gates one more chance. With the quarterback <laughs> of the future, Trevor Lawrence, and then lo and behold, the, he ruins Trevor Lawrence's career. Yeah, please get him so, out
1: before Trevor. Before Trevor Lawrence. I don't know.
0: I, I think uh, it's very possible that they just they, they just all have smooth brains,
3: and so you know. I mean, he was the offensive co- the offensive coordinator for that 2013 Broncos team. Maybe he still has some juice left in him. <laughs> no one thinks yeah, that. I, I don't <laughs> know. Someone, uh, someone in New Jersey thinks that.
2: It's hard to tell what's happening with that team. Um, Jets are something special. There are something special, but we'll see what happens with them. Um, obviously, I think most people don't want them to get Trevor Lawrence, but I don't see. Uh, you know, they've actually played some okay football surprisingly in the past couple weeks, um, but I don't see how they win another game. Their schedule is just way too difficult.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, you know. Now, I think it's time that we go over something we do um, on each episode, which are our weekly cuts. Um, Essentially, for anyone who's tuning in for the first time, our weekly cuts are we take two teams off per week um, until, you know, um, the very end of the season. And pretty much we're just going to discuss who we cut, why, and debate our differences. So, um, oh yeah, um, one big thing is, I'll, I'll start with mine, um, so, for this week, my two teams that I cut were the Titans and the Colts, and I know that, I know that, uh, Alan and Rom did not cut the Titans, so, you guys wanna, you guys wanna talk about that?
2: uh i mean like in order to do that i feel like i almost need to talk about the two teams that i did cut um but basically for the titans i mean i don't know sometimes we see games in the nfl where you know good teams just get in bad situations really quickly um and i know i was talking about the browns playing really really well and they did Uh, but part of the reason they went up 38 to 7 that quickly was also because of a couple of tennessee turnovers so you know i just feel like they ended up in a tough situation kind of like my packers honestly earlier on um in the season against the buccaneers uh like games kind of just get away from you sometimes huge momentum swings and things like that they honestly fought back pretty well in the second half and actually made it somewhat of a game so i don't know i feel like the second half was
1: like all cosmetics dude I, i i don't know i like the the final score is looks so much closer than the game really was
2: uh I mean I don't know they came up they came out firing honestly, out of out of the second half. Uh like, this is the one that I watched right after the second half and my
1: my opinion is that this game really exposed like the Titans defense. Like if you watch the game, the Titans pass rush was like literally non-existent. Two, nine, and one. No, it's like, really bad. Baker Mayfield was just sitting there like easy and that I think that you know you mentioned earlier like um Baker Mayfield like had an opportunity to go off. And I think that's a big reason why like the Titans pass was just fucking terrible. Now imagine like they do that against a team, like with a really good quarterback, right? Like
2: it's, there's, there's um, no shot whatsoever. I'll get to see that in three weeks when they play the Packers.
1: Yeah. So that, that's my point. Like I, and that's a main reason why I cut them. I think the Titans defense got exposed and I think their offense has good pieces, right? Like Derek Henry, one of the best backs in the league. Um, and, you know, A.J. Brown, whatever. It doesn't matter because I don't think it's, it's going to overcome, like, having incompetent defense. You know I mean, especially against good teams in the playoffs. They're just going to smoke you. I don't know. That was that was my logic with cutting the Titans. Um, yeah, I mean,
2: that's, that's pretty fair logic. It is fair logic for sure. Um, I don't know. I just have more faith in their offense than something sure. that I ended up actually cutting. So but that is that is a fair argument.
1: Yeah, what was what about what about you, Alan? You kept the Titans.
0: Yeah, I mean, I don't actually like the Titans that much. <laughs> like it's it's like you look at these teams and the bottom half of the top eight are like they really are like quite fluid, you know? So like I get it, like the Titans aren't good. They have a very obvious flaw, which is they're like pass defense. I just think it probably I like to imagine it was probably a hiccup because like I don't think anyone can like like Baker was going crazy. And I don't think that's like something that usually happens because he's bad. So I, I just I just don't know. I, I really think that's why I kept him I'm like I want I wanna give it another week. I want to see what happens next week. Um I don't know, but uh, I, 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 and then just like Rob, like, it, it really depends on the other teams, like, I I gotta, it's like kind of contextual, obviously, so like, I just think, for example, I, I'm, if we want to shift gears a bit, I think the Rams, I'm the only one who doesn't think the Rams are top eights, and I think to me, I really think that's team that's just like more riding on a fluke, if you ask me, like the fact that they beat the Cardinals to me is more of the Cardinals losing and then just like the Cardinals kind of just like disintegrating than anything else and so I'm not really that high on them just you know the week before the lost to the Niners with Nick Mullins I just don't believe in that sort of team I don't think they have like a I don't think you have anything really that's like to me, speaks to me as like, hey, this is a team that can actually go far. They're like mediocre on like almost all fronts.
2: That's really interesting <laughs> that you say that because they're actually the only team uh, that's both top five in uh, defense and offense in the NFL. In what uh,
0: statistic? In what statistic? By yards allowed. Okay, yeah, yards allowed. I mean, I just... like Please I not get,
1: get destroyed! I, I don't... <laughs> It doesn't matter to me, frankly, in the end. destroyed.
0: I don't think yards allowed is really a, a strong metric, honestly. I don't think the Rams are... No, I I really don't think the Rams... Look, you can get into the weeds about, oh, this team, that team, with this statistic. Well, statistic, then what's, what's your metric, yeah. then?
1: What, what, what do you think is a better metric than yards allowed? For I don't have a very quantitative metric. Look, look, I think...
0: I'm I'm gonna be honest with you. I don't think it's easy to apply quantitative metrics on football because that's that's a small sample size. It's like it's like you you really everything comes down to variance in the end. And so you just sit here and you're like, oh yeah, well I have this team that's like so good, and then like then he'd lose to fucking colt mccoy and the giants things like that happen all the time in football that's why football is exciting to me it's not about the numbers it's about fucking winning and to me and and more of the eye test and to me i think the rams kind of failed the eye test on a lot of different fronts
1: but your 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 reason for them like failing the eye test was them losing this to the 49ers why can't that just be variance no.
0: I don't think it's very no, it's not just that what? though. Like I feel I feel okay. like the lost the Dolphins. They I mean Dolphins like I Dolphins think are a good team. A good Dolphins team. are okay, but like look, I just don't You just a had them in your the top Rams, nine like. last it, week. I just I just did read. have I them in have the top them. nine last week, but I don't think it that's I don't think they're a team and they're not in my top nine anymore because they're a team that has been, you know, not showing out that well. They just barely beat the Bengals, which is not a great look, frankly. You can't I don't know. I just don't believe this is Rams team. I don't believe in Jared Goff. I don't believe that they're a team that has Goff the potential had a to kill. Go I guess yeah, the yeah, yeah, I guess so. I mean the Cardinals also are on their what third loss of the in a row or something like that. Like
2: Yeah, that's pretty yeah, bad. I mean I've always
1: I've always I mean I never had the Cardinals going for it anyways,
3: so I'm not gonna argue that. Yeah, but I do think like that make some point I don't think you're that. underselling
1: the Rams a little bit, though.
3: I think he's underselling the Rams, and I think that uh, he's overselling the eye test, moreover. Like, sure, like, maybe you don't like the way it looks all the time, but the numbers speak for themselves. And I think there's, like, something to show, like, about Sean McVay, you know, obviously being a really good coach. But moreover, they have such a good defense. Like, even on the eye test, Aaron Donald has been – a, a wife, three-time defensive player of the year now, and he just keeps doing it. And Jalen Ramsey has been maybe the best or at least one of the best cover corners this season. That Their, their defense is fantastic all around. You know Their offense is less consistent, sure, but whether they're going to get a good performance from Cam Akers or Daryl Henderson or Malcolm Brown, they seem to be getting at least one good running back committee performance on a weekly basis, and they also have Cooper Cup and Robert Woods to throw to. And, you know, I think that's a pretty good combination. I think me being confident about them being in the top eight probably says more about my lack of faith of, like, all but four teams truly in the NFL. But uh, I I think that's a moot point because the Rams are playing winning football. And I think they're going to... I honestly think they're going to win the division.
2: No, I got to agree with Alex. Um, I think... I agree with you, Alan, that the Rams are definitely not a flashy team, and they're definitely not the team that we've been used to, accustomed to, with Sean McVay's offenses. Um, but I don't know. As as Alex said, the numbers speak for themselves. I mean, they're top four or top five in yards allowed in offense and defense. And if you're going to say, well, you know, that's a flawed metric, because I can, I can understand that it sometimes is. Um, if you look at some of the other teams that are in the top five, you have the Packers and the Chiefs. Um, and then you also even have like the Vikings and the Titans, um, which are some of those maybe towards the bottom are a little bit surprising, but you know, a lot of the top offenses still, you know, show themselves in the numbers and on defense, you see the Steelers, you see Washington, you see the Colts and you see the saints, uh, round out the other, other four Rams are number two, by the way, in that whole thing. Um, so I mean like, I don't know. I feel like the numbers kind of speak for themselves. They are a little bit more representative representative than maybe you think. Um, I'm not sure how much I trust Jared Goff anymore in the playoffs with Sean McVay's scheme, not as potent as it used to be. Um, but I think he's he's still playing pretty well, probably still at least like a top twelve quarterback. Uh, and their rushing attack is really good. I mean, they're top ten yards there too. So I mean, this is a team I'd honestly trust more as the playoffs come on, because as we've seen, like defense wins championships, right? And they've they've got a really really good one um so i think i agree with alex i think they're going to win the west over the seahawks for sure um and i think they can make some waves in the playoffs so we'll, we'll just have to see out for them but this is a this is possibly the most balanced team in the nfl um except for maybe the chiefs obviously but i think this is the most balanced team in the nfl all
0: right well one last thing i want to say yeah, i mean sure. i think uh-huh. i think you know, you guys do bring up a bunch of good points, and again, I'm not married to the fact that the Rams aren't are taught. Like, you know, everything. I think I said this, and we've all said this. Like, everything beyond the top four or five, like, is kind of all just like whatever. Like, I guess it could be a top eight team. Fine. Like, I'm not gonna sit here and just like and and pretend like no, the the Titans are much better. Like, that's that's not really where I'm coming from. But I think there are gonna be moments. I, I just I don't know if I can trust this team to beat the Patriots tomorrow, frankly. I really don't think I don't know why. I'm 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 really not speaking from like a quantitative standpoint, frankly. But I just like and to me that's that's gonna be like a that's gonna throw a lot of things up in the air, I guess. I don't know. I, I just think it's a it's a team that you know especially with the Seahawks regressing maybe they could win the NFC West frankly it's possible but to me the Seahawks speak much more winning to me i know that doesn't mean any, anything but the Seahawks have more more experience have more you know like i guess i don't really know where i'm going with this but in the end i see where you guys are coming from let's move on to another difference that we all had was <laughs> Ron you You are the only one who thinks the Browns are a top-18. Tell me why you think that, because I think that's a bit ridiculous.
2: Yeah, I mean, we've kind of already talked about this, right? The rushing attack puts them at a level... Rushing attack and defense puts them them at a really good level. Baker puts them over the top. At some point, you kind of need to respect the record, right? Famous maxim, you are what your record says you are, right? Um, I said, I, I think... I might have been the only one last week to put the Browns. It might have been me and Anish. No, it was definitely me and Anish who put the Browns. So, yeah, you're in <laughs> great company there. I was the only one really who put the Browns. <laughs> um, but I kind of said this last week. They have a really strong identity. They have a defensive player of the year candidate in uh, Miles Garrett. They have an up and down secondary, but they do have some playmakers back there at least who can force turnovers. Uh, speaking of which, I think they have one of the best uh, turnover differentials in the entire league which is always a huge thing and a huge boost for a defense uh, that usually fails a lot of other metrics, or at least isn't as great, let me say. Uh, yeah, they're number four in turnover differential, which is huge. Um, uh, but I just really like the record. I like their win over Tennessee. Uh, I felt really validated seeing that score at halftime. I was like, okay, yeah, this seems good. This seems right. Um, and yeah, I mean, they're 9-3. and three. At some point, you can't keep sleeping on a 9-3 and three team, right? So... Yeah, they just have a lot of really good pieces, really good coaching staff. Um, I don't know necessarily if, they, if they'll win a playoff game just because they're a wild card and not um, a division leader with the whole you know Steelers situation. But honestly, something that's really interesting is uh, with the Steelers' loss, they're only... Um, I don't know if they win the tiebreaker or not, but they're, like let's say, two and a half games behind. And they do still play the Steelers at the at the end of the season. So there's actually a small chance that the Browns make it all the way to division leader status, which would significantly boost, you know, how good they are in a lot of people's eyes.
3: Um but yeah, I just really trust a lot of a lot of the people on that team. I mean, I think that's fair. And especially that you brought up the point of the turnover differentials. Like ultimately I I don't really like their defense particularly much besides like Miles Garrett. And you know, they have some guy Denzel Ward and uh, is pretty good. But other than That it's just not something that I have faith in their defense. And especially as we want victories, you need defense. And that's a major reason why I wouldn't have counted them in my top 10. But uh, I, again, yeah, not having the faith in Baker. And moreover, I just think, you know, it's, I just want to like put a retrospective that like, and be proud for the Browns for a second, because this is the first time in this entire century, the, of the 21st century, that they're even going to end the season with a positive record above 500. And they could very easily, I see them at the, no worst, getting 11 wins at the end of this. So that's amazing considering where the team has been. But I just don't think that, I think they have a good future, honestly. And I think Baker can get better. I think if you keep consistently give them the same staff, he can grow under Stefanski, but I just don't feel comfortable about saying they're in that position now. A difference that, and does anyone else have anything to say on the Browns that we haven't covered yet? No, you can go for it. No, I mean I think we're good on the Browns, which is why yeah I was going we, we it. talk about them a lot. Um, yeah.
1: The last yeah, beginning anyways. Um, yeah, but yeah. So I think the the final big difference we had here in the cuts was Rom here. No, but
2: we've got two. We've got two. Oh, we've, got, we've two. got two. All right, let's talk about the Seahawks. Let's talk about the
1: Seahawks. Um, because I want to, I want to say that that last point of contention for, for the end here. <laughs> so the Seahawks. Um, it looks like Rom and Alex. You both cut them out of your top eight, and I mean, you guys did touch on it a little bit, right? Like when we were talking about the Rams, but I mean, at least I still think. I don't know. I agree that the Seahawks are not as good as we thought. And I've actually never been that high on the Seahawks myself. But I don't know. Russell Wilson has had a little bit of trouble recently. But I don't know. I, I still have have some faith in him. And he's, you know, got good pieces. And as long as they can overcome their terrible defense that's dragging them down, I think they still have a shot.
2: I mean, this has always been the question, right? Is basically how, you know, the Seahawks, or not really the question, but this has always been like the truth of the Seahawks this year, is that they go as far as Russell Wilson goes, right? We all know their defense is horrible. Um, and Russell Wilson has pretty much played himself out of the MVP conversation. As And I say this as someone who really, you know, likes watching Russell Wilson play. I think he's a really good quarterback. Um I know some people really you know don't think he's good they think he's you know turnover prone but I've always liked watching him um, but he's just really you know he's com- he's really declined in the past um, month and a half I'd say really ever since that overtime Cardinals game um, you're just a bunch of turnovers um, but I think the other issue is really that their offensive line has also really declined right like a lot of teams we saw this with the bills um we saw this with the rams as well a lot of teams have been getting after russell wilson getting you know just racking up those sacks racking up those fumbles on him um you know causing him to throw picks and things like that and that to me speaks is, is you know even worse than i think russell wilson's supposed to decline because like he's always going to play at a certain level right but with the offensive line i mean he can't do anything uh, and I mean, at that point you're kind of dead in the water, you know, forget about Chris Carson, forget about DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett at that point. It just doesn't matter, right. Your team is not going to go anywhere with an offensive line like that and a defense like that. Um, losing to a Giants team. Yeah. They're hot and yeah, their defense is great. Um, but losing to a Giants team at home, uh, against a backup quarterback, who's really not even that good. He's not one of the better backup quarterbacks in the league and Colt McCoy, uh, it's just not a good look. And I, I've honestly really been suspect on the Seahawks for a while now at this point. And I think they're just not really even a contender, honestly. Like, you, you can't contend with a team like that. So I, I decided to cut them. I mean, Alan, you, you I, think it's a bit,
0: I think it's a bit extreme to call them not a contender. I mean, I think it's, it's a team that has a lot of flaws. But I don't know. I, I think... Uh, I still think, I still believe in Russell Wilson. I know that's all platitudes and whatnot. I don't have any numbers to back it up, especially when you're losing the Giants. It's hard to, <laughs> to sit here and be like, yeah, this no, is a yeah, team that has a future. Yeah, no, it's it's not easy to say that. And I'm, I am I completely know where you're coming from, Rob. But at the same time, I still want to give them the benefit of the doubt, even though I know that was like a, a terrible showing for the Seahawks. I think... They're a team that's played enough good football to warrant the benefit of the doubt. And so we can, we, we got to see what happens in the coming weeks. I think those are going to be really interesting. they play the Rams again, which will be a really, really good test. And uh, yeah, just just that will be interesting.
2: And it'll decide the division, probably.
0: Perhaps, unless if, you know, the Seahawks come bust again against a glorious NFC East team, the Washington football team. A couple That's
2: actually looking like a tougher matchup than we thought. Just Exactly. Yeah,
0: possible. Yeah. possible. And then also, the, I mean, the 49ers aren't going to just roll over on week That's 17. True. Like they're, they're a team that has like potential to pull something. Okay. Final discussion points before we go into predictions is, uh Oh my god. Rom is the it's only ridiculous. person who thought the Buccaneers are not a top eight team, if y'all recall. On, the Buccaneers, yeah. the Buccaneers don't don't didn't even play a game this week. So yeah, what big...
1: changed Rom from two weeks ago? What did you what did you see over this bye week that made the that that made you decide, <laughs> oh, you know what? What a terrible week for them.
2: I'm gonna <laughs> cut them. I mean you tell can me. say that, but it's not like we kept the same number of teams as last week, right? So they could have been yeah, in the Yeah, just tell team. me. Just tell me why you cut them. Okay, I mean, like, listen, at some point, they're a 7-5 and team, and they're a two-point conversion away from Daniel Jones, um, from possibly, honestly, even being at 500, right? They've lost, they've gotten honestly dominated by all the, you know, best teams in either conference, with the Saints twice, um, and the Seahawks, or rather than the Chiefs once. And you're probably going to say, well, yeah, I mean, those are the best teams in football. I mean, that, I mean, that's true, right? Yeah. but it's a difference between playing the best teams in football and, for example, getting completely you know shut out thirty eight to three at home against the Saints. Okay, all right. Or, I mean, you gotta, right. You, gotta, you gotta let me hey. speak. You gotta let hey. me speak. No, I don't. You gotta okay. let me speak. I, I do not. You're gonna get mad because your team, no. at the, you the, the okay,
1: is not a good team. Hey, if you're gonna shit on my team, my team beat your team, so that means your team is trash. Okay, it is. don't start with me. Now, okay. or, yeah. I mean, shut, so, shut, the fuck, shut the fuck, everyone be quiet, so, it's my turn, I, I have to say something okay. I didn't even say anything really You know what, like, fine, like can, continue, okay, I, I want you to finish this so that I can address it all at once keep, okay. keep going, keep
2: going So first of all, let me clarify that it's not that I thought they got worse from this week to last week, or last week to this week It's more so that they stayed in the same position, we just need a couple, two more teams um, at some I'll point, argue they got,
1: they're got they going to become a better, and I'll, uh-huh. do, I'll do that after, just, just go, just go, just go I mean,
2: so, I mean, at some point, they're a 7 5 team. They've gotten rolled over by all the best teams in the conference. The big issue for me is that one of the reasons people love this team as a Super Bowl pick is they were thinking, you got Tom Brady on offense, and you've got the stellar defense, and this is a really well rounded, dominant team. And I think that one game against my Packers made it seem like, oh, yeah, this is a fantastic team. These guys are dominating a great team in the Packers. But we've really seen in the past month that this defense has really regressed. Um, you know, you you know, forget about being called a top defense. Even the worst defenses in the league do not give up 200 yards to a single receiver in one quarter. They hardly do that in a single game, let alone one quarter. You know, forget about being an elite defense. At that point, you don't even look close to an average defense. You look like one of the worst defenses in the league. Um, and you're going to say, yeah, it's Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes isn't putting up 200 yards. You know, okay. Alright, it, it was one, game. one half it, against I, these I, other defenses. Second, that up against oh the Raiders. God,
1: I'm going to fucking. All right.
2: This and is that, is a, that is even. That is There's nothing a. also about a? the just you know dysfunction that we're seeing out of the coaching staff. They're just not. There's just no that harmony. I can
1: agree with. That I can agree with. There's no but, harmony. But, but I will say this look. Look, look. The Buccaneers' secondary is not good. I will say that. But. What, what happened with Tyreek Hill and Mahomes like like that's one game like i doubt the i i will i will I mean, bet they, a large amount of money they can... that they they don't give up 200 yards to a single receiver ever again in a, in the rest of the season right like it's not going to happen but it just it just happened right you move on it's whatever and mind you we still almost won that game okay so let me just say this okay the buccaneers played Thirteen games in a row without a bye, right?
2: It's true. Thir-
1: thirteen games straight without a bye, and yes, towards the end of those thirteen weeks, those last couple of weeks, we were looking, you know, shaky and worse. And I'll I'll admit it, it's fine, yeah. But a team with a new quarterback and a new system, you know, like and after playing for that long, like they need a bye week, right? And I a hundred percent will bet you that coming out. For these next couple games out of this bye, the Buccaneers are going to look so fucking good and so fucking strong, okay? The only thing you said that I can agree with is a dysfunctional is a problem in the coaching staff just because I hate Bruce Arians, okay? But Tom Brady is still an elite quarterback, and he still has all the tools around him. They just had a bye week. All of them needed rest. Mike Evans has been banged up the entire season, okay? Chris Godwin has dealt with so many injuries, right? You can only imagine how tired the rest of the team is. And this bye week is probably just what they needed to kind of, you know, get themselves reset, maybe take a new approach, whether it be on, you know, game script, game plan, whatever it, be, it may be. I promise you, coming out of this week, the Buccaneers are going to look much better than going into it. So when you said, because you said essentially that the reason you cut them is nothing happened this week. So you think they're just going to be the same team they were going into the bye.
2: I, didn't necessarily I argue, I
1: argue well. against that. I say they're going to look much better because going into this bye, they had just played 13 weeks in a row. They're exhausted, you know, and this is like the lowest we had seen them. Except, honestly, that Kansas City game, I think the second half, like we saw a team that can kind of probably contend. For real, well, I mean, like-
2: earlier, earlier in the podcast, you said that the Titans were fake because their one-score game against the Browns or whatever you know, hey, that, that was No, no, no. no, no.
1: But that was, that was that. different. That was different. We actually had a chance. It was down to the last few minutes. No, shut the fuck up. It was down to the last few minutes, okay? You just the only reason we lost that game is because Patrick Mahomes is. A Great quarterback and was able to keep converting in the last like couple minutes. Like that's the reason, you
2: scored no okay? points in the first. Well, you shut the fuck up. I
1: said, I said second half. I said second half. I said second half. You matter. piece of trash. I said the second half Buccaneers looked good in that game. I was not talking about the first half. Obviously, I've wiped the first half from my memory. Okay, so this I don't need to. No, sh- no. Okay, you. It was not. Did you just say it was garbage time? There were I mean like not garbage time. Oh my god, oh my god, I can't even listen to you right now. It was not garbage time, okay? If you're telling me that last fourth quarter is garbage time when they had a very, very realistic chance of winning the game, I don't even know how to speak to you anymore. Okay? I'll be completely honest. Twenty
2: seven to ten. It doesn't matter.
1: They still it's bro, are you telling me the Buccaneers did not have a chance to win that game? They did not in the fourth quarter. You're telling (laughs) me not twenty
2: seven to ten in the in the fourth quarter.
1: in the fourth quarter, in the last four minutes, if Mm -hmm. or not four minutes, like three and a half minutes, if we get one stop, right, we win.
2: Well, that's like one of those things where it's like, yeah, we played like garbage this whole game, and now we have to like do another thing that we're not going to successfully do because well, they played great in
1: the second half. That's that's what I'm saying.
2: I don't know. I just don't see it. Like, listen, this is one team where I honestly – I would not be surprised to see them outperform what I think they can do, right? There's a lot of pieces here.
1: But don't be you surprised because they will. And when we win the Super Bowl and we have our podcast after the Super Bowl, <laughs> you're going to be fucking – This team is – fucking looking stupid, aren't you? I want everyone want who's listening to remember right now that Rom cut the, cut the bucks for his top eight. And keep that in mind going forward, and learn to never trust his opinions because wow. he's <laughs> almost as stupid as a I niche. Honestly, cut him last week, in the top ten, to cut,
2: I will not have this kind of reaction because I'll probably be like, honestly, that's probably fair. But the defend you know what? Well, you know tough. what? You know what? You know You have to
1: have faith in your team, okay? I don't care. I'm biased. Yeah, I'm not objective. I'm a Bucks fan, okay? I'm biased. I'm, I'll admit it freely, okay? I'm going to support my team, and I'm going to argue for them, and I don't think there's anything wrong with that. And I expect you to do the same for the Packers, since you've been watching football long, longer than me and been a Packers fan a lot longer than I've been a Bucs Surely. fan.
3: Anyways. Can I say something? Can
1: I say something?
3: I almost wish I didn't like the Bucks, so I could argue with Jay right now, because he's being so unnecessarily salty. I wish I was You honest. know
1: what? You you people are the problem.
3: No, okay? I'm on your... No, you I'm people honest. are the problem. I'm on your side, Jay. It's just that... you just
1: said it was unnecessarily salty. I'm defending my team's honor. No, but like... Even though I hate I, the
3: coaching I, you know, staff
1: and blah, blah, blah.
2: By the way, I, first, one thing I do want to say, um, regardless of how talented this team is, one reason I think they will definitely not win the Super Bowl is because they're just not going to... They're not going to win their division. And so they also have no, like they're probably not going to have any home games the entire time. You know
1: how many times has Tom Brady been counted out,
2: man? How I many times? Can't, did I, can't first wait. I can't wait. I
1: can't wait. Okay, you years, just you just you just sit here, bro, and you watch. The all you do you just watch football guy, week to week.
2: Just watch football week to week and, to and watch as the Buccaneers take it one game team.
1: at a time and win the Super Bowl. <laughs>
2: This team Don't, might not even make it out of the wild card round. Oh honestly. my god! I'm, I'm serious. Oh god. I'm gonna be a wild card team.
1: Right.
3: Okay, it's fine. So, it's fine.
1: Alex, say what you want to say before I thank you. First in our reversion.
3: <laughs> I'm surprised you haven't had an art burst yet. But look, so I I'm definitely on Jay's point though that there just is too much. That we can look at because they played 13 weeks in a row. That's insane, especially in COVID. Like, it's hard enough as it is when you get to see your family all the time. So, I totally get that. And I do think that looks true especially for defense. Defense regress especially hard after going consecutively week to week without rest. And Tom Brady is a 43-year-old man this 43-year-old motherfucker needs his time to sleep. He needs his beauty rest and once he finally gets it, this team is going to come back better. I don't think that uh, we could say that for sure. I think it will happen and I feel good enough about them that like I was feel that the Seahawks and the Titans are more fraudulent so I cut them because that defense is good when it's rested and you need defense to win championships and that's why I still have faith in them, I definitely think that they're going to step it up more, um, and the metrics aren't, like, the best for them, but they're, they're, like, definitely higher, they're, like, they're still well-rounded, and I think well-rounded teams tend to do well as the season carries on.
1: Yeah, and I mean, there's some intangibles, too, like, um, the, when you compare it to the first, like, game or two of the season, or first three games, even, like, that Brady Gronk connection didn't even look like it was there anymore, and all of a sudden, you know, it's like it's like building back up. It's restoring a, a little bit.
2: We're losing thirty eight to three at
1: home again. Hey, 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 shut the fuck up! Look, <laughs> Brady and Gronk, their connection seems to be alive again. They're working Antonio Brown really into those like into the game strip, like. Trying to trying to create some like deep balls for him, which haven't been working out. But the once they start working,
2: out, hey, the offense hey, can be good. Hey. But the problem is the reason that we the all defense
1: have- is not going to be bad at coming out of the bye. Can't we still have a good rush defense. If you try to argue with me I that mean, we don't, that's great.
2: That's honestly it is great awesome. because it's fantastic. Yep, because it's good, but like it doesn't make you a good defense. And right? our secondary
1: is going to be better. Okay.
2: Can't say that for sure. But
1: I am saying it. It's <laughs> never gonna be as bad as it was against the bucket against the Chiefs, okay? Is it and we be still bad almost as,
2: won that game, didn't we? Is it going to be as bad as when they gave up thirty-one points. I'll say this I'll say, this,
1: I'll say this, I'll say this. Against the Chiefs, we get smoked in the first half, then we adjust, we find a way to um, you know, maintain the deep threat and we still don't give up much on the run, okay? So I'm telling you that the Buccaneers defense can handle it, and I want you to just I don't I don't need you to argue with me, Rom. I don't even need to hear your opinion. I just want you to sit back and watch. Okay? Okay. All right. Alan, do you have any thoughts on this?
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: this, is, this is some y'all yo, y'all yo, you guys are on crap, I swear to god. Like what is going on? Um
3: I think, I think it's most. I think it's most. Yeah,
0: more. whatever sure. it is, I have to agree with Jay. I mean, obviously, I don't think that the, but I don't think the Buccaneers are not a top 8 team because there are so many shit teams that are top eight. In that. And so, I, am I going to count out a team that like? You know, it's going to be more rested, obviously, and it has so many offensive weapons. And you know, it, the, the defense began to falter. Yeah, it's it's not the greatest defense, but I don't think it's as suspect as you're making it out to be. And so,
2: I'm not saying it is suspect, what I'm saying is the reason we think they're a good team is because they have a pretty competent offense and a competent defense. But if you don't have a competent defense, it's just a competent offense. Bro, but you there are be, teams. Like, oh, you. But there's I'm teams that like like, list like competent,
0: Rom, there's teams like the Titans that have like just no pass defense. I don't think they have any kind of like good defensive identity. And we both think they're top 8 and I think that's like kind
1: that's of true. like yeah, How can it, you put I mean? Titans above the above the Bucks? Explain
2: that to me right now <laughs> because right now if you okay, just yes. look mm-hmm. at the mm-hmm. numbers mm-hmm. The, mm-hmm. the Bucks have mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. maybe like mm-hmm. a slightly above average mm-hmm. offense and we have like mm-hmm. We don't even know defense. Mm-hmm. The Titans mm-hmm. have the third highest scoring offense in the entire NFL. Mm-hmm. And then obviously a suspect defense, but at least they have... Defense a is not
1: suspect, it's trash. Okay, you're suspect. And you're <laughs> trash. Okay? Don't fucking start with me. The Bucks defense okay. has been maybe, maybe a little suspect as of late. And yes, our secondary has had some showings that are not the best. But now we're rested. And... Our defense is not as bad as the Titans, okay? You can't even – can, no, in no universe can you convince me of that. And our offense is going to look even better because Tom not. Brady's connection with his receivers and his tight ends and everything, whatever, just improves as games go on. And you're – you're. I can't even believe that you ranked the Titans above the Bucks. I'm going to lose my mind. I. Oh, my God. I can't handle that. I'm sorry. I okay. can't. I okay. can't handle it. I'm actually, You're I'm actually, I'm, actually, I'm actually, No, I'm not. Dude, I'm, I'm close to crying. I can't believe that you would rank the fucking Titans above my books. That is ridiculous. That is just That's not that only really just dis- ridiculous. That is disrespectful. That is disrespectful. Okay. Okay.
0: Let's let's wrap this up. Um, I think I, I, we. I think... <sighs> what? Let's. Okay. Let's just wrap yeah, but, this up let's, let's, and we.
1: Huh? Be, before we wrap things up, I want to take a I want to take a quick look ahead to next right. week and yeah
0: yeah are, yeah. I meant, are, some,
1: yeah <laughs> sure we can wrap up <laughs> this box discussion. Yeah, I'll that's all I meant. Me if we wrap this up,
2: um, I think one really interesting matchup is you have the Vikings against the Bucks, and the Bucks mm. are big. Big underdog in that game because they're Uh (laughs) cool, right? Yeah,
1: Uh you're funny. You're cool. Yeah, this make you
2: feel good. This is a really interesting team because all of a sudden you actually have or interesting matchup because you have a very hot Vikings team actually uh, against the Bucks Mm -hmm. who are off the box. Yeah. I'm a, very, right.
1: look, I'm a Dalvin Cook fan, and I have Dalvin Cook in fantasy, so I want to see him thrive, but not against my Bucks. okay? For all I care, Dalvin Cook that's, can score negative fucking 15 points in fantasy. That's fine. That's, that's, really that's probably what's that. going to happen, because the Buccaneers are going to stomp all over the Vikings, guaranteed. That's all I have to say about that. Anyways,
2: but for playoff implications, it's really interesting, because if the Vikings win that game, all of a sudden the Bucs might not even make a playoff, which is oh, a pretty oh. crazy I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I mean, honestly, if you look at the standings, if the right, right, game, right.
1: you be- let's move off the books before I lose my mind. Um, uh, that is an
2: interesting matchup.
1: One, one interesting. I think the the Steelers Bills will be a good game.
3: That's a re- that's the game of the week. Easily, that's a
1: good game. I also think the Ravens Browns is going to be a good game. It's an important game I for think. the Ravens.
3: Yeah, I was yeah. going to say. I think I'm really excited for the Ravens Browns game, honestly, and uh, I think. I don't think Lamar is playing that amazing this season, but I think this is the time that the Ravens can hunker down and prove themselves at being better than they've been. Because I honestly think they're going to beat the Browns. I think they're going to beat the Browns. I mean, people in
1: the Ravens have been playing better now. Like, Lamar had a pretty good game um, this past week, and Hollywood Brown is finally catching touchdown passes, apparently. So, you know, that's always a good sign.
3: Catching a touchdown against the Cowboys doesn't really count, though. Let's not give hey, them... he caught a touchdown
1: right? the week before from fucking, um... From Trace McSorley, so... That's fair, that's fair. <laughs> 70,
2: 70 yards from Trace McSorley, that's fair.
1: Hey, it was pretty good, I'm, I'm not gonna lie. Ooh, he could still run. That's good.
2: Yeah, I think that's an interesting game. I actually think the Browns are gonna win that, but we'll see. Um... I, I think wanna, it, I'm
1: excited for Eagles and Saints just to watch Jalen Hurts. That's, that's, that's
2: it. Hopefully he doesn't I, die. but that, That's a good game.
3: I, I, I'm excited for Chiefs Dolphins. Like oh, I, shoot. I mean, I definitely like the Dolphins. Like I think I don't think the Dolphins. Like if you look at their entire roster, they're that amazing of a team. But I think that they have like the the secret McDonald's sauce that like makes them a the kind of team that could get what? surprise wins. What, I, what I, I just the
1: secret McDonald's sauce? What the fuck oh. are you talking about?
3: Look, I just think the Dolphins are one of those teams that are are deceptively really good. Like, I don't think like overall, if you look at their amazing, they have great defense, but I think they're deceptively good, especially with Brian Flores as their coach. Like on their are no, I four, right. No, but I think like I mean deceptive in terms of better even than the, where like I think I I'm the highest on the Dolphins out of everyone here. Like, I think that. Uh, Their fringe top eight. I think they're top eight still. I think that I think they're going to give the Chiefs a bit of a run for their money. I don't, I honestly, I don't think they win, but I think they're going to push them to the brink.
1: Hey, man, if the Raiders can give the Chiefs a run for their money, then any team can, I guess.
3: It's a division. Isn't that?
1: I don't
0: know. I I don't, what I'm going to say is I'm going to push back a bit as someone who is high on the Dolphins as well. I don't know if that's going to be that good of a game because they've been kind of regressing and playing down a bit. I mean, when you barely beat the Bengals without – I mean, I don't even know who their quarterback is, the Bengals quarterback. Is it? Is it Brandon Allen or someone Yeah. Like that? What the hell? I mean, that's going to be a pretty – I don't know. A game that has great draft implications is going to be Cowboys-Bengals. Uh, that's... <laughs> we'll see how that true. goes. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, you guys have touched on all the really good points, and I think we kind of have a good idea what the... Oh, here's a game that I'm looking forward to as somebody who is always interested in player development is Giants-Cardinals. I don't know if we talked about that. but uh Dan Jones will be back. It'll be Jones versus Kyler. Um to rising stars, probably maybe not, but I mean at least Kyler, I kind of liked at least until to began self destructing these past past few. Kyler's movies. good. Kyler's still so, so good, good, which is I think. Yeah,
2: yeah, uh, I,
0: yeah. I mean, it's I have to like you know. We'll see. We'll see how things go. So and the Giants are riding a high, frankly, and you know, we gotta be honest. So it'll be an interesting okay. game, maybe. Um, what we'll the
1: Giants produce without Colt McCoy. <laughs>
3: <laughs> the big question is: They lost to, the Seahawks. Lost to the Giants last week. Are they going to lose to the other New York team this week against the Jets? Who knows? That
2: would be unreal. That, that would like, be insane. I don't I know what I would do Seahawks, if the Seahawks. That would be unreal.
3: If the Seahawks lose to the
2: Jets,
1: y'all can roast me for keeping the Seahawks. Yeah, <laughs> I was
0: disrespecting disrespecting uh, Russell Wilson. I'll pretend like he doesn't exist. Okay. I mean, I dude,
1: I think like for example, I think DK Metcalf is like overrated for real. I think people oh. think BK Metcalf
2: is way better than he is. Well, we can talk about that maybe in a different episode. Maybe, maybe next K- time. Maybe next. Yeah, time. Maybe next yeah. time, guys. Anyways, uh, this has been a good week so far. Um, a good
0: episode, you think. So let's just wrap it up. Uh, I'm
1: be, yeah, have cool. fun. Yeah. yeah. So right, see you guys. Great. Peace.